Hey guys, I love, love, love that you're listening to the podcast. I truly hope it's bringing you just a ton of value. But if you ever wanted to check out the video version of these podcasts, then you should head over to YouTube. You know, they're going to have more effects, more visual stuff like that. And that, that can help the message sometimes just hit a little bit different and, you know, reinforce the, the lesson in a better way. So you can check that out. It's completely free. Go over to YouTube, search for Anthony Vecino. It'll pop up. And if that's not what you're into, then cool. Just enjoy the show and let's get to it. All right. So one of the things that's always really fascinated me about the human experience is how quickly we adapt or normalize to a situation and how just our expectations of what is normal really dictates the reality that we create for ourselves in a lot of ways. And and I think about this through the lens of money in one sense, because I think it's a framework that we all can understand. It's a game that we all have to play. The money game is something that we talk a lot about here on this podcast, but it's it's definitely not something that I used to think about as a game. Like as I was going through my 20s, I didn't think of it like that. It seemed more of like this, um, I don't know, it seemed so much heavier than a game. It seemed so much more dire, the consequences of money and all, everything that it stood for. And like the idea of making money felt so much heavier and harder and more serious and more... I don't know, like you, you think about when you're a kid and you think about money, you think about men in like fat, fat cat suits with their pinstripes and their ties and they're in boardrooms. And, you know, I didn't want anything to do with that. Like that wasn't my idea of, of a good fun life. And so I kind of rebelled against that through my 20s and went off and did my own thing. Not really realizing that money, though, it could be whatever you want it to be. Like it doesn't have to be this big, serious thing, but because there's so many taboos in our society and our cultures, our families. We don't talk about money very very often. And when we do, it's kind of almost with shame. Um, it That adds to the, the weight of the topic for a lot of people. And, you know, one of the things that's really helped me in the, in the course of winning the money game or at least playing it better was reframing how I thought about it to actually make it a game, something playful, something to be enjoyed, something that we play because, you know, it's... It's not life or death, but because we choose to do it. Now, granted, when I was living in the back of the van and I was like dead broke and I was like having to do the mental jujitsu of, okay, I got 20 bucks left in my bank account. Am I putting gas in the car or am I getting dinner? Um, like, I get that at that point it doesn't feel like a game. It's not very much fun. But when I started to reframe my expectations around money, the whole game changed. And we, we talked about this on the, on the, on this pod previously about the idea of like your baseline money temperature, which is that there's probably an amount of money that you considered normal or, um, achievable. And, you know, for me, for a long time, that might've been, you know, like a hundred bucks. Um, I, for a long time, I remember, it was probably, I was probably like 28, 29 years old when I made $40,000 for the first time ever. Like before that, I'd been a professional rock climber. I'd been working all these side jobs and everything, making, I don't know, $25,000, $35,000 a year. And I had 40000 in my head is like, that's a lot of money. That's a good amount. Um, and so when I finally made that, I kind of felt like I was swimming in the, the gold bullions. And then you quickly acclimate to that, right? But the I spent, I spent a while at 40000 thinking that was a good amount of money because a lot of that had to do with the fact that my expenses were so low. And so I, I didn't have kids. I didn't have any big responsibilities. I was just kind of a, you know, a 20 year old dude out there in the world living in the back of a van. So my expenses were low. So 40,000 that, that went a long way in the course of my life. 
But I remember before that moment of 40,000, I would think about 40,000 as a lot. And then once I started making it, it became the new normal. And so much of my experiences with like moving up through the levels of monetary wealth, the, the surprising thing on that is that a lot of times what moves the needle isn't some new action, isn't some new skill or some new applied resource. It is simply just a reframing of expectations, the belief that this new amount of money is doable, is achievable, is not daunting, that it should be normal. So that's going from saying $100, um, spending spending $100 on a thing is is okay or normal to suddenly that's $1,000 or $10,000 or the idea of making, you know, $100 a day versus $1,000 a day versus $10,000 a day. Like the, the thing that really moved me up through those levels was more of the belief that that next normal sh or that next level should be normal, that it shouldn't be hard. And that more so than anything else is what has really moved it, the, the needle the most. But that's, that's an easy thing to say. It's actually very hard in practice to, to live because humans are really good at expectation setting. Like that's one of the things that separates us from the animals is our ability to forecast into the future, a reasonable outcome. Um, and then we can pivot and, um, hopefully not die. Like that's what the ability to future cast allows us to do. And so we're pretty good at it and we're not great at bullshitting ourselves because that would potentially get us killed out there in the Savannah. And so it's not one of those things that you can just kind of fake it till you make it and be like, yeah, a million dollars is my new normal. And I think that's, I think that's where a lot of people go wrong when it comes to like the affirmations, they look in the mirror and they're like, money flows abundantly to me and all this stuff. And that doesn't really work that way because you, fake it till you make it doesn't work because it doesn't fool the people that need to be fooled. And the most important person that would need to be fooled in that equation is yourself. And you could tell yourself like a million dollars is no big deal, but like if you don't deep down in your balls, believe it or ovaries, believe it, then it's not going to come to fruition. And so the thing more so than that mental jujitsu of saying, this is the new normal. What I found helpful is to, is to play the money game differently, to go at it with a different intent, with a different um, intensity. And I, I tweeted about this the other day that winning the money game gets a whole lot easier when you stop treating it as optional. When you, when you go into the game and you start treating it as I have to win this game, you start playing it differently. And, and you know this from your own personal experience, because I'm sure there's been times in your life where your back has been up against a wall. You got a bill, you got a tax tax bill or something came out of the blue, a medical expense that you didn't expect. Suddenly you were floating along and you're, you're accustomed to, you know, making a thousand dollars, um, and having a thousand dollars of expenses every month. And now you got this new bill and you got to come up with another thousand or $5,000 in the next 30 days, or like all, everything's going to fall apart. And somehow, some way you found a way to get that money, whether that's going and taking more shifts or getting a side job, going to work with somebody else, or like, uh, selling some stuff on Craigslist. Like you found a way to get the money. And I think the reason that you did is because you had no choice but to do that. And when you start to go towards your money-making journey with that type of intention, which is I have to do this, uh, there is no other option, like I have to achieve this, then winning the game becomes very easy. Um, but taking that type of intensity into every single day and playing the game all out and leaving it all on the court, that's hard. And that's why most people don't do it. But it's actually a re relatively easy reframe if you just go into every day, like today, you're waking up and you're saying, I want to make more money. Okay, well, 
it's not a want, it's a need, it's a must. So what are you going to do? And, and, and you know, this is morbid, but one way that you can kind of uh, motivate yourself here is to think about like worst case scenario. Imagine a scenario where a loved one is sick or dying or something's happened and you need that money to go do the thing, like to go help them, to save their life and use that as the motivation to get out there and like do the thing. And um, that's something that still to this day surprises me whenever I'm like, when, when I want something typically, like when I want to go buy something that's kind of expensive, um, I don't like pulling out of resources like my savings or anything like that. I think about, okay, what am I going to go do to make that extra money so that I can have that thing? So like if I wanted to take, like go buy something for $5,000, I'd sit down and say, okay, what am I going to do today to make an extra $5,000 so that I can have that thing completely guilt-free and just playing that money. And, and that's, that's, that one's important for me in the sense that I could just go buy the thing, but by making it by making it a challenge to say like I need to play the game hard today to get this to, to get this result, um, it's different. Like you're you're no longer coasting through the money game, which I think is very very important if you actually want to win. And um, you have to want to win. That's the other part of it too. If you don't really want to win the money game, then you're you're never going to. Like as with all things in life that require practice and obsession to get great at. If you want to be great at money, you got to kind of obsess over it and you have to be okay with that. You have to give yourself permission because a lot of people will tell you, oh, that's greedy and it's it's bad and it's not because you can do a lot of good with money. You can take care of yourself, your family, your, re your community, the world. You can do all sorts of things that are fantastic with money. Trust me, it's awesome. It's way better than the times when I didn't have it. So don't demonize it. Um, but all right, that's going to do it for me, guys. I've been rambling for a while here. I appreciate you all. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Hey, real quick, guys. You already know I don't run any ads on this because I want to keep it like a really awesome listening experience for you. But I do have an ask. I'd love it if you could just help me spread the word so we can help more entrepreneurs, creatives, and high performers just make more money with less stress and more fulfillment. So the best way that you can help me do that is by reading, reviewing, and sharing this podcast. Like the single thing I ask of you is please just take 10 seconds to drop a review. Seriously, it would, it would mean the world to me. And more importantly, it may just help change somebody's life. So thank you. And let's get to the show.